and I'll just leave it recording, honestly. All right, I'm recording too. I mean, so we were we're in it now. We're in the pre-show. Oh, we're recording. Shit. I guess so. Dang, I didn't mean to click. I didn't mean to jump us in like that. You know? No, no, you're good. You're good. Because I was gonna, I was basically gonna say we're we can go now. Gotcha. Type of deal. Gotcha, gotcha. Bro, Dang, so I mean, yeah. It's What's been, up? What's it's up? It's been so long since I've last spoken to you. I was about to pull back the curtain. Let me let me oh. know if I mean. We're going to be exposed oh, one oh, at one man. moment or another. That's true. Because, I mean, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to be honest with you. We're recording this May 5th, the day our most recent episode, episode 200. First of all, shout out to episode 200. I don't know if we mentioned it once or like made a big deal about it. So let me go ahead and play a little sound effect. I got this whole ass sound effect and I uh, hold a whole ass sound board and I barely ever, you know, play shit from it. Here we go. Okay, I feel like you play it tastefully. Got the kiss, Sharon. Yeah. That's right. That's right. You play it very tastefully. You're not like a you're like a radio uh, disc jockey, a DJ on radio. No. You ain't Charlemagne the guy. You know what I'm saying? I'll say no, that. I'm not right spamming now. that junk. I'm yeah. not spamming it. Charlemagne the guy. Yeah, you don't want to be doing that, is bro. Uh, I know he, of, he was messing around with his dogs. No, that, that was, was him, Joe, right? That was Joe Budden. That was Joe Budden was talking. Joe about Budden, damn, <laughs> that's yeah. crazy. My dog, he needs to, he needs to get his nut too. <laughs> oh no! Like, what do you mean by that, bro? Like, I, I, he did he admit to beating his dog? I, up? You know, do, do we need to get? I him don't up? know. I don't know, bro. I don't mm-hmm. know if that. I don't know if talking about this can incur legal consequences. But it might. honestly, if this can get us in legal trouble. I mean, we're pretty much broke because we're. I mean, I feel like we've said way more accu- accusatory stuff about other people on this show. So that is very true. But while we're on the topic of accusatory, I want to jump to Charlemagne the guy. Just really <laughs> sure. brief. I didn't see. I didn't watch this sure. full episode. But there's this girl on um, social media, TikTok, or whatever. She has a Showtime show. Her name is Z Way. Mm-hmm. Heard of Z Way? Oh, I, I know. Of, I know. Amanda has a. Uh, Taught me about Z Way. She yeah. taught you about Z Way. Funny, funny girl, like always, you know, exposing the shit out of people and just like, you know, of the content I'd seen of her before, it was always like her just like trolling her white friends, talking to like getting her to say like the word black or something in some type of context. And then she'll be like, what do you mean by that? What do you mean by black people? You know, different, like yeah, typical exactly. shit, like shit we would do. Um, yeah. <laughs> but she had, she has a Showtime show. She had Charlemagne on there. And I saw clips. Yeah. Sniffing. she was really going in on the old boy because you know he can be mm-hmm. he, he's got kind of a problematic past i won't say problematic past okay i don't i don't know the man's track record so he, he's just always saying like you know how we say out of pocket shit well his shit is like mm-hmm. actually out of pocket like you know he'll be talking okay. about like you know various degrees various people there was the uh um time he like brought up logic's like sister getting sexually assaulted like it just ran out of the blue he was like what how'd your how'd your sister get like assaulted and like what and then logic was sitting there like uh you know i don't really want to talk about that on the on here this man's the uh the shadow nardwar shadow nardwar basically and he's always you know making all these comments about various black women that they'll bring onto the podcast so z-way really went in on him in this like two minute clip i saw so I'm like, damn, bro, I got to find myself a little Showtime Plus account or whatever. Um, this is basically the official Z-Way shout out here. We are a Z-Way stand podcast, in my opinion. I don't know if she has problematic shit. 
If so, then we cannot. Certainly, I mean, everybody does, bro. I guess. Everybody does. For right now, no. for the way she. We know, we know we're not clean. We know we're not clean. You're right. You're right. But the way she was. Whenever they. I want to say. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. That's all I want to say. You go ahead. Okay. Okay. I was just going to say, if they if they ever come for Discord, season the Discord logs, bro, we're in trouble. <laughs> we're in trouble. Not, you can clip out Engl- You can clip out any Discord message and we're canceled. We're not, though. Say. Uh, I guess, you know, because we're always I mean, we're not canceled. The thing is, the thing is. You can take like you can take it out of context. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. You can take one message and you'll take out the nah. You know, I just, you know, because we know, no, bro. We know if we say out of pocket stuff, you know, we know. You know, it's shock factor. You know what I'm saying? It's shock factor, and we're like, okay, yeah, we know. But uh, you know how Twitter be, bro. They don't ask no questions. That is true. So we can't let so, the Discord logs get out. Um, you know if. Uh, just don't run for politics because you know that's how that's not how it happens it always leaks if you run for politics somebody always got got their two cents doing this like okay i'm thinking this ain't even yeah go ahead go ahead an example of us running for like pot like a political position yeah the shit we would say would be between like you and me maybe in like the you know the rest of the the our seattle boy discord or whatever yeah and then like that's it. So you telling me Matt's out here snitching on me, bro? Like who? Like who? Where, where, mean, are, the where are these people getting? Matt's these? not. I don't know if Matt's dry. I mean, because first of all, I don't think Matt's dry snitching or not dry snitching. I don't think Matt's snitching at all. But uh, first of all, you know people offering bags out here. You Ooh. know, they're, but hey, you know, I don't know. I don't know what the the price is for me to take me down. Like nobody's really spending more than five hundred. No. 1k like that's like that's kind of like what position i am i running for that y'all need to take me down that bad to spend over 1k oh i did you saying yeah yeah so nobody I, I feel like the bride wouldn't be big enough for anybody to sell us out that's one thing but you know if we get a little donald trump situation where we get someplace we're not supposed to be somehow <laughs> we're you know on the route to president um who knows? Discord. We might have a disgruntled Discord employee Whoa. scraping our logs. Okay, it could go that high. Could go that high. Damn. Well, I, I surely hope that is not the case. Um, Discord folks, if you're listening to this, we we support. I just want to say too, we I got the full logs, bro. I'll show the full context. Oh, okay, that so, is true. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, we could. I ha- I have uh, people might, but like once again, social media different. Once the first clip comes out, nobody <laughs> sees the follow up. You get so. ten. You get like ten percent of the people who were original yeah. outraged. They'll they'll get called hammer. Yeah, then you know. Another thirty percent. They're not even gonna see it. They're gonna see a clip, a, a, a message of me saying like I hate blacks or something. Wow. They'll be like, "Wow, look at this! Look at this, Uncle Tom!" And then uh-uh. the other message will say, "Black jeans." They cut off the jeans uh-uh. part, okay. and I'm like, I'll, I'll be like, "Guys, bro, I was talking about some jeans." And well, oh, it's too late, you know. It's too you know late. how it is. You know how it is. How do we even? We started talking about getting exposed. What's oh because what's been going on? Oh yeah, go ahead. The soundboard. That's how we got started right 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 episode 200 bro we went when we talk about fucking rabbit holes we were deep in there we were deep because we started the episode i was talking about pulling back the curtain i don't think i ever fucking pulled back the curtain they still don't know what we're talking about um so guys at home guys at home uh gals at home people at home uh 
we're pulling back the curtain. We're recording this on the day episode 200 drops um, because I am indeed going to Iceland uh, next Friday, uh, the upcoming Friday, May, you know, whatever, 14th or whatever. So we got to record a little bonus episode in here. So this will probably be episode 201. Uh, and then we'll record another episode, 202, that'll come out the following week. It'll probably be all outdated and shit. We're going to be talking about some old-ass news that nobody cares about anymore because while I'm in Iceland, who, what's going to happen, bro? What's going to happen while I'm in Iceland? I feel like something wild is going to happen. Hey, you're talking about just gaming news, yes? Probably, yeah. Microsoft buys PlayStation. Maybe you know, we're gonna have, they're going to change the design of Sonic again. I mean... What if we get a what if we get a Hollow Knight Silk Song reveal date while you're gone, bro? I need you to go ahead and leave right now. That'd be crazy. I mean, I mean, yeah, I'd be happy because you know I'm going to be checking the internet, of course, uh, when I come home every night. And I honestly don't even know what the time zone situation is going to be like. Like, it's five when hours. I go to bed. Is it going to be like minute? Is it five hours? There's no way you had that off cap. I mean, there's, there's no way. I think it's either four or five hours because I know. How do you know this? London's five hours and Paris is six. Why do you know that? Been Why do you know that? In there. You've been to London once? I've been to France. I couldn't tell you what time it was. Oh, you should. You need to look at a clock. All right. Let me. We're going. Whatever else you have to say about your time zones, I'm going to look it up real quick. Okay. Let's see. I mean, yeah. I mean, I basically, I, by the time I go to bed, maybe it'll be, I don't know still daytime over here on the so i'll check the news maybe i'll react to it live with you guys who knows but i just i just don't like being in sync you know or out of sync with the with the yeah. gaming news you know but i already kind of get a taste because every time i wake up you you're now the source of breaking news <laughs> like you don't post articles that often like in the player player or anything but when you do it's like basically in the morning when all the gaming news breaks and it's the biggest stories. That is true. So like if I wake up and you posted something in discord, I know something wonky is happening. Dang, I got to switch up. I got to post about like beautiful Joe news or something. I feel like every now and again, you will post like a trailer <laughs> to some fucking <laughs> French fry, French fry soldier. Or some fry Trump trailer that <laughs> ain't nobody heard about. Damn. That's fucked up. Okay, I've confirmed Iceland is indeed five hours ahead of That's me. crazy. You had that shit ready to go. No time zone, baby. So it's five hours ahead of you, which means it's only... No, not only. So it's eight hours. It's eight hours ahead of you, yes. Dang, so we're going to be completely flipped, basically. That's a whole day. That's a whole work day right there. Different. That's wild. That's wild. Mm-mm. It is what it is, though. That's okay. That's okay. Well, I hope you have fun on your trip, bro. That's. I mean, obviously, it's not gonna be until next week, but I'm, you know, I'm hoping that you get all sorts of little cute little pictures. You and Amanda. What is, what's the flora situation looking like? The flora situation. Yeah, she's gonna be locked up. Forty. Uh, but she's going to her little little doggy hotel. She's been there, you know, several times at this point. They like her there, so. Hopefully, the only thing we're concerned about is she don't be liking to eat. She'd be like picky. She's like, I don't want this Garbo dog food that we'd be feeding her. So um, we have to do little special tricks to get her to eat. Mm-hmm. And we kind of like free feed her. Um, but obviously, she has a little schedule at the doggy hotel. So we're just like, come on. 
we can't have her fasting for a whole week <laughs> while we're gone. So, bro, animals are so goddamn picky when it comes to moving locations, bro. I'm so, I'm sick of it. They need to tighten up, get it together. Just because you're in a different physical location, don't mean life has changed. Why don't they understand it? They act exactly. like they in a, they jumped to a different universe. I mean, I I do wonder what she is thinking. Like, go if we're gone for a week, it's like, does she think that we're never coming back? Like, that that seems like a long time for a dog. That is she true. don't got internet. She ain't got stuff to distract her. So she, I feel like she's thinking about that basically twenty four seven. She'll have uh, other little little doggies. They'll distract that's her. True. She, that's true. The other dogs should distract her. That's a good point. That's a good point. But uh, even though. You know, this episode is being recorded two two days after our most recent episode. You said you had some updates. I do have. Uh, t- I'll say. I'll, I guess I'll give two updates here. Um, for starting off, you know, in the time between Tuesday and today, Thursday, your boy went to go finally get caught up. I've seen everything, everywhere, all at once. Uh, yes, go! Amazing film, in my opinion. Uh, however, two oh. things. One, um, Angelique did not like the movie at all. No, at all. Instead, she, I, she's, I just don't, I don't know. She no, doesn't. Get big no, picture. I see the bigger picture for what it, what it is, what the story is telling me, and obviously, you know, like some of the like sci-fi action things, I feel like are just not up her alley. So therefore, mm, okay. it didn't be, uh, you know, vibe with her like that. But and then the other thing here, I'm very, very surprised that it is so universally loved because of how it is very a very weird movie and like when i see this yeah. movie again and i'm like this is an arson ass movie in the same way exactly arson ass games that we have out there this seemed like an arson ass movie i'm like bro there's no way everybody that i've talked to is talking about something this movie is amazing like i i'm like you have to be lying you guys are normal people you guys aren't fucking weirdos what are y'all talking about but so, somehow i mean maybe it just has some type of special sauce it's offering a little something different to everybody who watches it. But for me, it just felt like such a weird movie that had something like it just had such a deep, not necessarily the deepest meaning, but I, I feel like I took a message away from the film, and which is something right. I don't always do when I'm watching a movie. So big ups to uh, I don't know who directed this shit, but whoever did the same this people shit, that made uh, the, uh, you know, the LMFAO. Uh, music video what is what is it called party rock uh, and yeah no 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 maybe oh, shit. wait or turn down for what maybe turn down for what you know what i think they called what are they called the daniel bros that look that turn down for what daniel and? brothers the daniels uh Daniel brothers wait 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 i gotta actually look Daniel at brothers because now that you say that that shit literally looked like the exact uh it looked like the turn down for what music video. I remember watching the turn down. It was down wild, for, huh? You know, back in what high school or whatnot and being absolutely flabbergasted because I'm like, I ain't never seen a video like this before. It was just so crazy. And this has that same level of like it's that same DNA, bro. Good shit. Okay, shout out whoever okay. uh, They're is. not the Daniel brothers, they're the Daniels. The they're not brothers, but they both have. They're both named Daniel. Okay, the Daniels. Uh, how what do I even look for this, bro? I guess Wiki. So, yeah, go ahead. This is what I'll say. While you're looking for this, um, 
you know, we'll stop it at here. We'll stop the updates here. I don't have any updates. Mm-hmm. Um, and we we can save some of the updates for next Tuesday because we're running a little long here. But um, I really like I really liked the film. Like I said, a couple weeks ago when I saw it and I, you know, on that podcast, I said this is going to be an arson ass film. I don't know necessarily if it's always going to translate to movies. Like I was like, this is super weird. This seems like something you would like. Mm-hmm. But I can't guarantee it 100%. I'm 90% sure. Um, but just like the goofy-ass moments, I was literally dying just at some some points. I was just like, I cannot believe. Like like you said, like I cannot believe I'm witnessing this. I cannot believe this <laughs> is something that is coming out of a movie that is so highly regarded. Right. So like I was very like surprised good. in a good way that I'm like, dude, this is awesome, man. Like. I, I was not expecting this at all in any way. Um, but I think it's just shot so uniquely. Um, the cinematography is done really well. The writing kind of is not cheesy. Like sometimes it kind of, you know, kind of goes a little far in the sci-fi direction, but it stays pretty funny and has a good message and like very emotional. I think it hits all the right notes um, in terms of a movie and kind of breaks that traditional mold without going too far in any any direction but we saw it with like a a group of maybe five six people and there were maybe like two or three people that said they didn't like it interesting kind of like so i was like dang i came out of it like this might be one of my favorite movies ever um and then there are people like yeah I, i just wasn't a big fan so you know maybe maybe the people on twitter are the loudest you know it may not be universally loved but mm-hmm. i feel like the people that do end up liking it really like it i mean it, it does have what the a high 90s on rotten tomatoes and that's not just you know critic score it's just like you know people oh, yeah they're reviewing and shit so i feel like but i mean like you know there are people that are looking for just a, they're going in for a great time and then there's the angeliques who are like hey i'm willing to give this a try but you know, I'm not necessarily whatever. Like, I'm not necessarily looking for this to be the craziest thing. Or maybe she's not the typical person to be like, you know, be like, oh, yeah, I got to go run out and see the greatest movie or or like this high rated movie. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I, I think she's definitely in, you know, first of all, I want to say I don't think she's a, a movie person. That's what we've kind of come right. to the uh, conclusion here is that like, you know, Movies are not her forte. She would rather watch, uh, like you know, your reality TV show, which is nothing wrong is with that. Is it cake? Is it she? <laughs> is it cake? Honestly, I, I right. forgot who put that on first. It might have been me. Who knows? But yeah, definitely. You know, those game shows, reality shows are way more up her alley. So this one, maybe not necessarily the you know the right cup of tea, the right medium for her. Right. Yeah. That's that's all I'm saying. Like, if the people aren't necessarily movie people, you know, I feel like this is has way a way higher chance to like not hit right because it is so different than the media that you you see on a regular basis we are already exposed to wild shit just from playing video games <laughs> watching playing, anime watching anime so you know we we're already primed and ready so we knew we knew what was going on gotcha exactly anyways let's go ahead and jump into the show here um you know, I mean, I guess this is this is probably one of our longest post shows ever, but at the same time, 
it's kind of good because we don't have a ton to talk about. So let's do our little countdown. Let's jump into the show and then uh, let's have a let's have a good time. All right. So here we go. Three, two, one. Clap. Clap. All right. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to episode 201 of the Player Player Podcast. Before we get started, I want to give a big thank you to the both old and new additions to our crew tuning in to listen to us do what we do. And what is that, Arsene? Talk about video games. Talk about video games. Every Thursday of every week, we gather around the virtual water cooler to discuss video games and the culture surrounding them. I'm your host, Joseph Hooper, a.k.a. The Hoop Man, along with my co-host, the pre-recorded Arsene Lakpa. Hey guys, it's me, Arsene Lockpa. Uh Just wanted to say thank you guys so much for listening to the Player Player Podcast. This is officially episode 201. <laughs> this was totally not a pre-recorded message or anything like that. So just keep on listening, keep on having fun, and rock out. Game one, everybody. Very nice, very nice. Just a quick <laughs> reminder, everybody, that if you guys want to help support the show... Go to playerplayerpod.com, go to the bottom of the page and visit our Kofi link. You can donate as low as a dollar, but if you don't want to help support monetarily, that is totally okay. Just come and chat with us, playerplayerpod.com slash discord. The link is in the description of the show. Um, come talk to us, have a good time. Also, leave a positive review uh, on your platform of choice. On iTunes, uh, raise five stars, leave a nice little review. On Spotify, raise five stars. Uh, just help us out by uh, reviewing and also sharing with your friends, family, uh, co-workers whatever my guy let's just jump into it so yeah. you know just to i'm gonna pull back the second we got so many curtains i'm in here i'm gonna pull back the second That's curtain true, before the shirt uh shirt before the shirt before the show <laughs> started uh i talked to Arsen here i said hey we're gonna switch up the format just slightly just slightly i know typically we come in with a big topic uh we talk about that topic pretty much the whole time sometimes we have maybe a small topic a big topic this time i just have a list of topics here we may get through all of them we may not we may blow through them and then have to come up with some other stuff but that's okay so uh we're gonna go through this topic um i have some kind of uh auxiliary questions related to each one and we'll see how this does so let's start here my first item on the list here is trek to yomi all right not not our review necessarily because i don't even i don't think either of us have played it did you play it in the last five hours since we've talked got a chance to play it no but it is queued up on uh x cloud that is you know currently the only thing i can play it on right now so you know we kind of talked about this offline a bit but so far the reviews are kind of all hitting the same notes i've i've listened to two reviews at this point um, I listened to kind of funny talk about it. I watched the skill up video about it and, you know, I've seen stuff uh, that those are pretty much the two big opinions, but they align so closely. And the general idea by about it was like the looks great, but the gameplay not so great. Like pretty much no one I've seen has had anything great to say about the gameplay at all. So, um, my question for you is. How does this 
make you feel. You know, we're getting into psychology class for a second. This is a game that was shown at the PS Showcase. Kind of hype. Kind of one of those things that, hey, we're we're watching the state of play and this thing is catching our attention. It's like, wait a second now. We got we might have something here. Right. So this has been something we've been looking forward to. Um, It dropped on Game Pass. So that kind of increased the hype. Hey, we don't even have to pay for this. As soon as it drops, we can just play it. Um, how's this news hitting you? That the gameplay, allegedly, you know, we haven't tried it for ourselves. It's not that great. This, the game is just okay, mid, if you will, overall, mm-hmm. from the review standpoint. Gotcha. Uh, well, I don't know how closely you and other people have been following the Tractor Yomi mar- marketing, but... It sounds to me like it's hitting exactly where I expected to hit. Um, simply because, you know, I've been following. I was kind of hyped for this, you know, like you said uh, earlier on when it was first announced. I felt like I was kind of like tracking it almost a little bit. Um, but when I saw, uh, what was that, a trailer that dropped maybe the beginning of this year or something like that. Mm-hmm. I immediately was like, mm, okay, let me temper my expectations here. This gameplay is not looking like. It's not looking crazy. That's why, to you, mm-hmm. I've, I think I've said a handful of times now, it looked like Little Nightmares style of animation. So if that makes sense right. to the um, folks at home, like, you know, Little Nightmares, uh, side-scrolling 2.5D platformer that, you know, kind of, it doesn't have, like, a clunky motion to it, but it looks almost, uh, what's the best way to, con- it almost looks like Coraline in the in its level of, like, yeah, I like guess, pup- like, puppet puppetry. Like. Yes, it looks very puppet-like. Um, and so that right there, and also I guess like with the level of like character model interactions, I think there was something like very puppet-like that, uh, you know, Little Nightmares had in it. And I saw that exact same type of puppetry within the Trek to Yomi trailers that I had seen before. So hearing that the gameplay is not, you know, up to snuff or anything um, does not surprise me. It, seemed, it felt like it was going to be something that seemed a little like kind of clunky in a way. You weren't going to get a smooth, like you're not getting your Ghost of Tsushima just because it's a Japanese uh, styled game. You're not getting a uh, clean, like Hollow Knight, you know, slicing, slicing, dashing, whatever um, type of combat. You're just going to get uh, a puppet style looking game that is going to tell you a full story. So that's why I think it's, it's a great comparison to say this is like you know limbo inside and little nightmares but now you have a sword you know at least this is my you're not face to all is what i'm hearing personally i'm thinking okay this is exactly what i'm expecting this is not the same way that i felt when i saw uh like or when i first like put my hands on weird west or um what's another one hell even like wind jammers 2 you know wind jammers 2 you thought i mm-hmm. thought it was a bit more oomph to it but it was a bit of a letdown after uh it just felt like it was missing a couple of functionalities, you know, the game overall. But we're anyways, talking about Windjammers two forever, bro. I know. I was ready for Man. it. But we I haven't just, even played. We haven't even played yet. Have we played? Not played it. You don't want the smoke. That's all I'm saying. I, I really don't. I'm not even gonna cap. I don't want the smoke. Absolutely I remember, not. I was ranked up there, baby. I'm in the top. I'm That's the top. I'm playing. I don't even know if that even matters. You anymore. probably dropped out of there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Ten people playing anymore, honestly, but. Jeez, who knows? Jeez. But yeah, surprised. That's a ba- long answer made short. I was not surprised that people felt this way about Trek to Yomi. Did you have a so, similar experience or no? Uh, so I don't. So like, um, where we're at here is like, I don't really have expectations for the indies anymore. Like, 
gotcha. there are some that have like proven themselves already that I'm looking forward to, like Cuphead. Obviously, I know that DLC is going to be good. I'm just waiting to see what it's going to look like. Uh, uh, Silk Song. I know the I already like the mechanics, the kind of world building design they have. I'm just waiting for that to to drop. Uh, for these games like Seafood, Tunic, um, Tractiomi, it's kind of just like for these games, I'm kind of just chasing that high, right? Like every year we get a couple games that surprise us. Last year it was Death's Door for me. Last year it was Inscription. Um, I'd even call out Before Your Eyes, which I didn't play until this year, dropped last year, but kind of those games that have experiences that are just like just completely different completely unexpected and you can tell that they have like they've achieved their vision you know for for what they were trying to do like it all came together perfectly and it seems like indies hit that a lot more often than even bigger games triple a games do just because of the scope of the indie where it's like hey for tunic i just want to make this a really good puzzle game that is Uh, an homage to Zelda and I feel like uh, he hit that perfectly like we hit that out of the park you know same with inscription I want this to be like a ARG uh, card game knocked it out of the park you know there wasn't a lot to do there so I'm kind of chasing that high to see what the next game is what is the next indie to to kind of hit that mark and basically nail their vision um, and you know, also align with kind of the genres and stuff I'm interested to play. So Trek to Yomi, I honestly, like you said, I hadn't seen a lot of gameplay. I was kind of just like, Hey, I, I've seen the pitch. I don't really need to see any more. Um, and I'll just wait for reviews and hopefully it's good when it comes out. Um, so whenever the game comes out and it hits like the seven to eight range, I am kind of like disappointed that yeah. like it might still be good. But it doesn't seem like it captured the hearts of people um, like some of those indies we've seen in the past have done. So, you know, I'm not totally bummed about it because it's not like I was super hyped to play it one way or another. But it was just kind of another one of those games that I have high hopes for or, you know, I really am hoping that it kind of hits people the right way and reviews start off really strong. And it it didn't. It was just kind of average maybe even a little below average from what I'm hearing. So, sure. um, I'm, you know, I'll, pl- I'm sure I'll give it a try. I heard it's not that long, but, um, yeah, it's kind of just like on to the next one. Damn. I'd say this, even though, you know, kind of is going to meet my expectations. I think I do think it's still unlucky because, you know, obviously we wanted it to, we always want a game to exceed that, those expectations. Right. I mean, and, and I think that is kind of, you know, even they're, the AAA games are one thing, right? Because they have the budget and marketing to basically show you everything, pretty much everything you need to see to get you hyped. And it's just a matter of like, okay, does the gameplay kind of deliver on that? Like Elden Ring, the hype was there. Um, mm-hmm. I hadn't watched like a lot of like the play test footage or anything like that, but everything they described to me was perfect and obviously they have a lot of money to kind of create that vision starfield is another thing they're building up hype right they're gonna it's gonna be this whole entire big world to get lost in i'm, I'm sure um but the indies it's kind of like you get one trailer a lot of times maybe one or two trailers and then the game comes out 
and like leading up to that release date, you don't really know a lot about it. So I think for me, those are even more exciting than the big triple A's. Like when those actually come out and hit and actually end up being better than people expected and a lot better be than people expected, like game of the year. We're talking about like Hades and stuff like that. I think those are more exciting than even the triple A's coming out and being great. Um, because people have such low expectations, low expectations. And a lot of times the Indies end up being good because they're doing something super unique. Um, so yeah, it is, it is totally unlucky, but, um, I think I'm still excited, man. Cause like we still have a couple on the list, uh, from last year, uh, like Xbox game showcase, you know, PlayStation to show things like stray, um, and, and stuff like that. Um, so I guess my question, we haven't even, I have a little bullet point under track to Yomi. We haven't even gotten there yet. So the question is, what is the next indie that you think will slap? Will be that, Hey, this might, this might push itself. You know, game of the year contender is kind of hard to talk about this year because we know Elden ring in a lot of places is basically uncontested, but what is that next game to reach that quality? You think, do you have any on the horizon that you're thinking hey this might be the one i don't know how much on the horizon it is i don't know how close it's coming because i only sure. recently started re i only recently started getting back into you know following this game but the uh sea of stars coming yes from, um, what is the name of the developer i forgot the same dudes who made the messenger i feel like yeah it is targeting a market that you know is gonna draw in a lot of nostalgia people you know, because people are looking at it and they're seeing, oh, Golden Sun, Golden Sun, blah, 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 talking shit like that. I love Golden Sun, bro. I didn't even know that comparison was being made, I'm going to be honest. People, um, you know, calling it, you know, some type of, it, or not calling it Golden Sun, but just saying, you know, it kind of gives them those vibes a little bit since it does kind of seem that. pixely JRPG-esque game. Um, and I just think that it could have that sauce, you know, especially coming coming off the heels of the messenger, bro. I know it wasn't mm-hmm. it wasn't for everybody. I know it, it had its like you know eight bit thing that people weren't vibing with because they weren't patient. Um, but mm-hmm. this game, I don't know if it has that same like type of vibe at that same like level of like uh, storytelling. And I guess obviously it will be a lot you know more developed since it's not a platformer. It's like an actual like role playing game. I think they mm-hmm. could really something special here so this is why this one's kind of like uh one of the hypest ones that i have that i think is a bit more tangible than uh mm-hmm. silk song silk song is obviously technically that's like in a whole different category right they've already like they've already established themselves right so right. we kind of know what to expect right yeah i mean that's a good one i'm, I'm looking very much looking forward to see a stars i think it's supposed to come out at the end of this year let's go um, you know things can always get delayed though especially when we're talking end of the year it's like okay why did y'all why did y'all make it the end it's because it because you think you guys are going to barely make it in which case i can totally see it slip into 2023 but that's that's fine um on my side I, I have two um i'll start with the the one that is least likely to hit um and that is uh replaced so replaced was the one that had like that cool 8-bit art style but also had like a little edge to it at the xbox summer game showcase in 2021 um what was that it was kind of like a katana zero in the way that it was like very like 
heavily stylized, I feel like, with, like, really stylized backgrounds and environments. And then your, like, character models are a bit more, you know, simplistic, if that. Yeah, and and I'm glad you brought that up because that's exactly why I'm, like, the odds of this hitting are, like, 50-50 because it does remind me a lot of Katana Zero. And Katana Zero was a really good game, but it didn't break out of that eight eight ish just borderline nine ish range where oh. people were like really talking about katana zero up until the end of the year i feel like i feel like it was almost there like it was almost there but for whatever reason maybe enough people didn't play it or or what it was it just didn't get that recognition and i think this game could be your like you know in the same vein like one i don't we don't really know what the combat looks like or the gameplay because uh, I think, although like the the footage they showed last year was in engine, um, it wasn't the game game, so we don't really know what we're gonna be doing. Um, even though like everything looked pretty cool, so I think that's one like concern I have. And two is just like within that art style, like I feel like the gameplay has to really. I mean, I don't the story, the environment looked cool, like they could really tell a cool story, but. It doesn't look like a game that has voice acting, so I feel like the gameplay at some at some in some level is going to have to carry 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 that game, and we haven't seen it yet. So who knows? It could flop. It could just not feel right. It could kind of jump the shark, and just the story could be just completely wacky, and the gameplay is fine. Who knows? So I don't I don't know if that'll be the next big one. I, I'm hoping it's it's at least fun and a good time. I don't know if it'll be like one of the Hades or whatever of this year. Um, and then one more I had, you know, one more that I'm just really, really looking forward to Somerville. Um, I don't know if it'll be one of the best games of the year, but I do think it can be in that like little nightmares style, you know, vein where like, Hey man, this is a really, really cool story. This has some cool puzzles. Um, it kind of, it may get a little darker than we expect or just a little more weird and crazy than we expect. Um, and like, I'm really kind of interested to see what the end result on like this adventure is going to be. And like, if they have any unique aspects to how they decide to tell the story, like, is it going to be, is it going to have any time jumping aspects to it? Is it going to be kind of that thing where you can make decisions and splinter things off kind of like, um, uh, what's the, I, I'm forgetting the name of the game now. The one that is that has a sequel on the way. You're on an island. Uh, I played it twice on Switch. Oxen free, yeah, yeah, oxen free. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm very hopeful for this. I thought even though Little Nightmares Two kind of fell off out of the conversation by the end of last year, I still think that was one of my more enjoyable games that I played last year it was you know i just love that franchise and i felt like the second one definitely you know came with a lot of personality and, and charm uh, and i it was like the perfect length and everything so i'm I'm very high on somerville i hope it delivers i believe good good well let's talk about you know i guess the next topic i had on here was square enix selling mm. off their western studios but I'm going to skip that for now. 
because I, I feel like we have a good segue here. Summer Games Fest, right? We talked about like the indies we saw last year, last summer, kind of stuff that was teased. Um, well, Summer Games Fest has a date now, June 9th, I believe. Um, and it's going to be streamed in IMAX theaters. Let's go. I'm hyped for that. Even though I probably won't be going, I'm still hyped for it. I may go. We'll see. Okay, okay. Because, yeah, I mean, first question here, what are the hype levels? What are the hype levels on Summer Games Fest? You know, drop the IMAX for now. But what are what are the hype levels for Summer Games Fest itself coming off of last year? I don't know if you remember last year, but uh, we got Elden Ring and we got Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Uh, so we got some, I mean, I don't know if Tiny Tina's Wonderlands is like the craziest announcement, but Elden Ring, finally seeing that gameplay is pretty crazy. True. So how are you feeling going in? Now that E3 is not there, maybe they have a little more leverage on getting some cool things to show. How are you feeling? I'm thinking that we're going to see lots of cool stuff here. Um, I think it's our biggest chance until further notice of uh, seeing some type of Silk Song news. Um, I was thinking the exact same thing. It's kind of that's honestly I think why I have the level of hype that I do have for it. I'm thinking we'll see, you know, potentially sometimes something to do with Silk Song. Um, obviously, we're gonna get maybe maybe one maybe two uh, new game announcements, shit that we've just never even seen before, never even heard about, and then maybe just something, uh, you know, maybe like a couple of release dates here or there that uh, I think will be. Or it's always I feel like it's always games that people. The general masses tend to care about, you know, is even though mm-hmm. it's like that summer game fest coming from not like a big, you know, company or anything. They've really cemented themselves into the gaming space now. Jeff Keighley really put his foot up into the the gaming industry and said, "Yeah, I'm in this bitch, bro." So we can we okay. can get some big players showing some big games, showing some big cards. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of where my hype levels are coming from. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm a little hot and cold. I mean, I'm very excited about this. I will absolutely be trying to see if I can find a theater that we can go to to watch this stream. Uh, but last year, I do remember there was like the pacing was just not right. And I know because they had to basically put in some like segments to basically pay for the show. But, you know, I think Jeff Keighley has the issue with a lot of his showcases where he has some really, really crazy announcements, like that Elden Ring reveal at the very end of the last, uh, last the, the showcase last summer was insane, super hyped. Um, he has a lot of you know a lot of cool st- stuff sprinkled throughout, but it always seems that he like he just hasn't gotten the pacing down right, hundred percent. You know, I can think of like Summer Games Fest. I can think of Game Awards where both shows had these moments where it was just like man these are some weird trailers these like nobody cares about these games like i remember like it was either summer games fest or the game awards where it just was super front loaded and like we got banger 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 and then it was like nothing 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 and then we got kind of like some bangers at the end because i remember even like uh, game awards in december like they ended on like arc survival or something (laughs) like like something like random as hell when they brought like vin diesel out or something and they were like i'm in this game i was like vin it just diesel, doesn't bro. get him out of pacing just didn't seem right you know what i mean um so i'm hoping that gets remedied this year you know 
I don't mind him having like advertisement focused games. I don't care if he puts, you know, three Fortnite's ad in the ads in the bitch, but <laughs> I would just like it to be paced properly. Like if we have some hype announcement, give us one in the beginning, one in the middle, one in the end. If you only got three, like pace them out so that, you know, so that way at least it's start to follow, like a hype. Show. Right. Right. If I start to fall asleep, pull me back a little bit. Show me something crazy. Get me. I mean, I don't know. Maybe there's I assume like, unfortunately, there's probably statistics that say, hey, look, most people are only going to watch the first 30 minutes and they're going to turn it off after that. So you got to show the most important things in the first 30 minutes or kind of vice versa. Like you need to have at least one thing to keep people, you know, continue to watch until the end. So maybe they'll be like. We're going to show you Silk Song. Just stay tuned. In 30 more minutes, we'll show you Silk Song in 30 more minutes. And then during those 30 minutes, you're seeing ads, ads, ads. And then you finally see Silk Song. I'm sure there's a strategy to this, but it just doesn't make for a good show. Especially coming off of E3, where E3 is notorious. Like, uh, you know, in, in, in the past, E3 is all about the big showcases from the big companies, which don't have those lulls. Like people are used to having these big showcases that are just heat, heat, heat. Um, he'd have to, I mean, sometimes, you know, you have the EA sports segments and stuff like that, that put you to sleep, <laughs> but you, you know, you kind of have those hype showcases that don't have to deal with all that advertisement and stuff. So it'll be a, it'll be an interesting dance to see what this, this uh, year's showcase looks like, but I, I have no doubt that it will um, definitely be better than last year. And yeah. I'm sure Jeff is bringing his A game now that E3 is gone, and this is his chance to shine. Yeah, I feel like he's gonna uh, pull out all the stops here for sure. Wait, I've just uh, running it back on E3 here. Is E3 sure. canceled this year, or was it canceled permanently? I forgot. It's canceled this year. They said they were coming back next year, allegedly. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, we'll see next year if they're around, but it's just canceled for this year. I mean, I assume if Jeff Keighley goes crazy and can can prove to everybody else that, hey, like, this is the place you should really be watching, E3 is going to have a hard time to, you know, fight against him because I feel like most people would be making deals with him as opposed to them um, if he puts on a great showing this year. True. This is his chance to disrupt the market. He's coming. Watch out for Keighley, yeah. y'all. Watch out for Keighley. We got to get Keighley on the show. That would be amazing. Is that our is that our new uh stretch goal? That's our new stretch goal. Yeah. Goal. Yeah, let's let's make that into new he seems like he'd be down to talk to people, down down to talk to us. Actually video games. Yeah, yeah. Talk about video games, talk about I mean, I feel like and another thing that I was thinking about, I feel like now that Elden Ring ETH like Game Awards and Jeff Keighley were, was like the Elden Ring guy. People were like, show us Elden Ring, show us Elden Ring. We know you have it. Like that was like a meme in the game community for a long time that, you know, Jeff Keighley was going to eventually show Elden Ring. I feel like he can become the Hollow Knight guy now. Like just show us Silk Song, bro. Just show it to us. We know you went out there to visit Team Cherry. I don't know that for sure, but she get that just started. show it to us, Jeff. Just start spreading. Yeah, we need to. We need to start spread this rumor that Jeff is gonna show. Uh, Insider told me that Jeff is gonna show a uh, silk song at at game uh, summer games fest. That's what I heard. Yeah, me too, bro. I heard it. That's crazy. Two people heard it. Must be true. Must be true. <laughs> Must be true. So, yeah, you know, I'll save the uh, the acquisition talks for next episode. 
because uh, I want to get ready to close us out here. But uh, one other thing is that Day of the Devs is coming back this year. Um, and personally, did you watch Day of the Devs? I feel like I don't remember. I'm going to be honest with you. Can you remind me of what so, Day of the Devs Day of the Devs was like run by um, Double Fine and like in partnership with... Um, maybe summer games fest, but I legit thought that that was one of the best showcases, um, from last year, you know, um, outside of Microsoft, outside of, uh, Nintendo and maybe devolver day of the devs had a lot of cool games to show. Um, let me just go down the list of like some of the games they announced. I'll call out the interesting ones. We have Toem. I know a lot of people like Toem. Uh, and it got pretty good reviews. Uh, a musical story, which looked like a pretty cool... Like these, There were a lot of indie games. Day of the Devs is more about you know spotlighting indies, spotlighting yeah. smaller studios, stuff like that. Road 96 is something I think you played the demo of. Version, um, but Never got back to it. Yeah, good things to say about it. Um... Death's Door was, I think Death, this was the first time I saw Death's Door. Ah, uh, okay. And then I saw it at the um, uh, Microsoft Showcase. So Death's Door was shown there. Uh, Moonglow Bay, which I, I know a lot of people like. Loot River was the first time I saw Loot River. Hey, Last was- Stop. Oh, shit. So okay. They had, a, they had, like, you know, going back to the beginning of the kind of gaming topics that we talked about in terms of indies and finding that indie that's going to hit and be like one of the best games of the year. I feel like day of the devs has a good chance of like sliding at least one of those indies in here. That'll be like, well, got to keep my eye on this. Cause like, I think Death's door was shown for the first time, at least on a big stage at this showcase. And then it was out like two months later, which is super sick. So, um, I'm excited and I'm not quite sure if day of the devs is going to be also shown in the IMAX theater. It says it's going to be, um, followed up after summer games fest. Um, but keep your eye out on day of the devs. Cause I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to that. What you're telling me here though, is that this is the, this is the conference or the, uh, showcase where we're most likely going to get silk song. That's what, I, that's all I'm hearing. No, no, I mean, I, Silk Song has already it has too much clout, bro. Has too much clout. It's not hanging. You don't think that it, the tenth anniversary of Day of the Devs? You don't think this would be the thing that just fucking jumps these people like to the next level? No, double. I mean, you know, uh, Silk Song is that friend you had in your friend group who was like nerdy. But they low key were also pretty popular, and now they're dating somebody on the football team. Now they're dating somebody on the cheerleading squad, and now they're hanging out with their friends. That's Silk Song. So while we're over here, you don't you say you don't know? I think he's still humble. I think we're still still humble. Kick it with us in the lunchroom. That's all I'm saying. Okay, okay, okay. I mean, you're right. They still kick us, kick it with us in the lunchroom, but. The like people have been so many people have been you know it's all a money game nowadays right how can we you know alert the most people possible how can we get the most pre-orders possible you got to put it on 
as big of a stage as you can afford. So we're seeing this either at a Nintendo Direct or at like a Jeff Keighley thing or maybe, I don't, I don't know if it would be at Xbox or PlayStation, but definitely Nintendo Direct or Jeff Keighley. That's what I have my money on at this point. Okay. We're at the point where Silk Song needs to, like the, this announcement, we're at the point where it's like, I'm almost expecting a shadow drop. Like, at this point, don't even give us a date. Just let it be ready and say, hey, man, it's out tomorrow or it's out today. Like, because we're, we're reaching that point, bro. I mean, I'm almost at my breaking point because if they announce a date and that's just like 2023, I don't know. I don't know I'll, if I can make it. I want them to say, hey, go check, go check Steam real quick. We got a little something on there for you. That's what the I'm button, talking about. Activated. Whoop. It's time to download. That's what I'm talking about. Steam servers go down. Nintendo eShop goes down. Xbox goes yeah, down. We, we shutting it all down, baby. We <laughs> shutting it all down. Crazy. I want, we talking about, uh, we be talking about how Shot 1 is down bad. We I need to see what the Silk Song subreddit looking like, because they must be down bad, too. They have to be. Let me pull it. I, sw- I remember last year, there was this one motherfucker who was like, I'm going to draw a picture related to Silk Song, or related to Hollow Knight every day. Until Silk Song comes, he was like on at least like day one hundred or something back then. I gotta see <laughs> so active. Maybe it's on did the they home. break him? Did they know. break him? That's the question. I'm pulling up r slash Hollow Knight. I guess that's the one. There's a obviously there's yeah. a song and there's a Hollow Knight. You know. Yeah, of course. Uh, I'm trying to search. Uh, Silk Song and r slash Hollow Knight. Let's see. I'll sort by. Yeah, give me recent. Something. What's new? I hope we see Silk Song news timeline. Oh. Things are looking up as of three hours ago. Uh, I found the guy Weebles Jeebles. Two okay. months. Weebles Jeebles. Day seven hundred and three of poorly drawing Hollow Knight until Silk Song comes out. Let me see. Is he still active? Oh. He gave up. Gave up, bro. It's not. Damn, he gave up last month. That's crazy, Weebles. Come on now. Okay. Wait, I have an update, though. I have an update. Have an update. T- Team Cherry. Uh, the latest update, March, April 30th, 2022. Most recent update. Team Cherry acknowledges their award for 2021 most anticipated game in Unity Unity Awards. They responded, we're honored that Hollow Knight Silk Song won the 2021 Unity Award for most anticipated game and hugely appreciate all of the fans that support us as we work on the game. Thank you so much. We're looking forward to the day we can share the game with you all. It can't be too much longer, surely. So they're cracking jokes. They're doing, they're teasing. So it, it has to be this year. I don't know. I mean, if they're adding, it can't be too much longer. Surely, they get, they need to be locked up if it doesn't drop this year. They can't be adding that, bro. If they're doing, they can't be like it can't be too much longer. They're saying it like sarcastically, like it can't be too much longer, right? (laughs) See, that's what I'm saying. If if that is how they intend this to come across, they they need to be locked up. Because that's yeah, just not right. Up, I feel like they need to be locked up. 
If that's the case, I think that's the case. I mean, they got the whole timeline. Silk Song announced February 14th, 2019, which honestly, three years, honestly makes it seem like I'm a little whiny baby because it's only been three years. That's not even that long. But the fact that this was supposed to be DLC kind of changes things. True. Because it's like, all right. Already got the core. Just get, we didn't ask for all this. Just give us the damn game. Facts. So, mm. I don't know. This this summer, it's got to be this summer. I'm feeling this it. summer. This summer or we this fall news or this winter. I mean, I mean, here we go. I mean, also on this timeline, we're still working steadily on it, and we're looking forward to sharing more about it once we get closer to release. That was February 12th. Uh, Makoto Koji, the Hornet voice actress, has stated they have completed their part for Silk Song. They didn't even have voices in the last one, so I don't even know what the fuck that means. Bro, what are you talking about? Yes, they did. They have voices? They were speaking English? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So, completed their part. That and from the voice acting I heard in the last game, it takes a day to record that stuff. Nah, bro, that should take weeks. That take months to to perfect months. that. Perfect that? Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Just hand it off to Metro Boomin. Let him mix it up a little bit, bro. It'll take a it'll take a week max. You right? You right? Dang. I mean, so I don't know if she had just completed her lines and. Was that March fifteenth? I don't know, bro. It's not looking good. I feel like if they're just now completing lines, it could be end of the year. Because I feel like the lines got to be the last thing, right? Your audio. Yes, I guess. I don't know how game development works. I mean, especially if I was making a game where there was no dialogue and we just have like you know voice clips of people making noises, that's coming last, bro. We need the game. That's out. true. That's true. I Put mean, the old shit in there until you're ready to update it. Why yeah. not? But hey, then okay. again, I don't know shit. I'm not a game developer. It could be That's starting true. with it. That's true. Well, we'll see soon. We'll see hopefully at Summer Games Fest. But until then, guys, thank you for listening to Player Player. Let us know in the Discord. How do you like this new format? I think I enjoyed it. I had a good time. And what's good about this is now I still got a bunch of topics to cover for next episode so that's fun um but yeah if you enjoyed this please let us know in the discord player player slash discord uh, also please subscribe on your podcasting platform of choice us five stars on itunes or spotify and tell your friends about us go on updates about future episodes and giveaways or you want to submit a question to the show visit player player or follow us on social media at the player player pod or at player player pod Big shout out to Aaron Miller, as always, for the intro music. You can follow him at the Miller Child on Instagram. You can find me on social media as The Hoop Man. You can find my co-host Arsene here as Pax Arsenica on Twitter or Twitch. And Arsene Lockpaw on Instagram. Until next time, guys. Keep gaming. Game on, folks.